everyone, Dave and Jeff doing a special show on Labor Day. A lot of people say, I'm not working on Labor Day. But hey, here we are. You called it. You said, we'll do it Labor Day and night, and here we are ready to go. So when you turn this thing on on your way to work on Tuesday, you're welcome. Works out perfect. We're not like those two dummies, Costa and Judd, doing a show for three people today. <laughs> Their boss is the biggest dumb shit. I feel so bad for everybody who works at that place because the mentality always was more so against 1090 than I would think 97.3. But the feeling always was at extra. This is how stupid their boss is. Hey, we're going to, everybody here is going to work Labor Day because 1090's not. Yeah. And maybe anybody who's working today will understand that fill in the blank show's not on. They'll come over, they'll try you guys out. So be great. And then they'll come back tomorrow. Never worked that way. Never worked that way. <laughs> Never uh, worked that way. This, Why would he do that? Right. And it's that guy's been there for five years and he continues to make these assholes work. If you here's the deal. If you would have done it, and not just because you and I did mornings, but let's yeah. say you went live today starting with Darren Cho. Yeah. At least you go people might be at the beach and bring the radio right. with them. But I'm sorry, nobody's getting up early on Labor Day. God, no way. I drove to Escondido early in the morning, like drive yeah. time, and I drove back from Escondido during drive time and it breezed right through. Right. Nothing. No I no was, one was on the road. No, I was in Carlsbad for a while, San Marcos for a while today, and then down here I've had no trouble at all. Yeah. But um, for me, Dave, it was great because my boss said to us on Friday, hey, why don't you get out of here early? Cool. And so I left work at like 1.30 on Friday. It literally felt like I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like I said to my sons, and we just hung out. We didn't do yeah. anything. We didn't really go anywhere special. But I said to my sons, I go, man, this was great. Just four days of hanging out, having a great time, a couple of different restaurants to hang, yeah. saw a movie today, but really nothing too dramatic. But all four of us tonight, like an hour ago, were like, this feels great. Yeah. They have school tomorrow. I have to go to work. And, and they got I'm a four-day week. Yeah. You know, here, here's the funny thing. I always say if I was one of these maniacs decided to run for president, one yeah. of my platforms would be the four-day work week. It'd be perfect. And you go, we're just going to work 10 hours every day, four right. days. It means you don't have to do the traffic five days a week. You're only going to do it four days. You're going right. to save in gasoline. And most importantly... You can have three days to do whatever you want on yeah. whatever. If it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. I'm so shocked nobody has decided to go with the four-day work week. Oh, it'd be perfect. Um, yeah, other than certain radio people we know. but <laughs> Well, that's different for radio guys. I'm talking about guys that are yeah. nine-to-fivers. Um, but there were a couple of highlights throughout the weekend. And the first two happened for me on Saturday. So Saturday... I had driven by Hotel Circle on Friday night, and I saw at the handle Handlery. What a yeah. easy name Horrible. for a hotel! Horrible. They were having a Raiders fan convention all day Saturday with uh, two-time Super Bowl champion Kenny King. Yes. And I said to my sons, "You guys want to go to this thing?" And they go, "Yeah, we want to go." So we go down there. And as soon as I get in that parking lot, I'm just goddamn in heaven because it's nothing but Raider <laughs> chicks in wife beater t-shirts, huge racks falling out, and they are just 
Oh, my God. They're so insanely hot. I felt like a sneak preview of the Lisa Lisa concert. Yes. Right? They're just, they're awesome. It's my absolute weakness in life. Who cares if they've had a couple of, uh, I saw a shirt today that said, come for vacation, leave on probation. And I was like, that looks like every one of those girls. Every one of those girls came to San Diego for vacation, and they probably all left on probation. And I was like, yes. But then you get in, and it was fucking 20 bucks to get in. I'm like, 20 bucks for what? But I figured I was probably helping. We all helped pay for the room. Yeah. And we go in. And it was so great because a bunch of the legendary Super Raider fans were there with the faces painted and the mask. The black hole guys. The black hole guys and getting pictures with my sons. They could not have been any cooler. Cool. It was just great. I know Pete and Point Loma. Did you see him? I didn't see him. I missed him by a couple hours, but I loved his pictures. And it was awesome. And the Raiders fan club like you look at this group and you go oh man these guys are all this or that they were so great they all always the are. people there were so great and so cool to my sons who had a blast and dave uh, the raiders fan club check this out it's 70 bucks for a family membership okay and it gets you four shirts wow two adult two kid t-shirts and they get together every sunday at the Wild Wings down by the sports arena. Okay. And I said to my sons, I go, we may just do that. Why not? We may just be part of that this yeah. year. They, it was just, what did they think about, like, all the makeup and those they guys? They were blown away. They loved it. Yeah. They were like, and, and I said, well, my one goddamn son shows up. <laughs> I get out of the car. He's got a fucking Charger shirt sure on. I so, go, what the hell? Me yeah. and his brother just start yelling at him. You should. What are you doing? Now you're going to get your ass kicked. That's what his brother told him. <laughs> He goes, one of these guys is going to beat you up. I go, well, shit. We may have you wear it just for that. But they, Dave, they uh, they loved it. It was super. We just had a great time. Yeah. So then this. Are they Raider fans now? I think so. That's cool. Yeah, I think they liked it. That's like, awesome. I, I think they could be into it. So Saturday night, me and them are watching the fights we're watching all kinds of different stuff they have wwe network we're just hanging out so i'm gonna take you behind the curtain here we have a friend named steve dolan i love steve dolan because he stands at attention in every picture like he's getting his fourth grade class picture taken (laughs) but he is a great guy and he does stats for mud and don orsillo and Saturday night, Steve, super excited, posts a picture on Facebook and says, man, I am so excited that I'll be doing stats tonight for the Facebook live broadcast of Aztec football. Well, he took the picture at like two. Yeah. Bands practicing yeah. or whatever. So me just fucking around, take the picture. I download it. And the only thing I wrote, this is all I wrote in the picture, was San Diego loves their Aztecs. Yes. That's all I wrote. And immediately a shitstorm started. It sure did. And I got one guy saying, hey, 
why don't you post a picture at halftime? I said, hey, why don't you fucking post a picture at halftime? You fucking dick. When did I start working for you? Now, there were about, I don't know, probably 10 people caught it. And we're like, what fucking time is this picture? Dude, it's like they do to the Charger games, though. People do this all the time. But, Dave, this picture, yeah, I pulled I, I, it. I, I, no, I understand what you're saying. I pulled but, it at like 3 yeah, o'clock in the afternoon. People always do these Charger games at kickoff where if you raised you up, you'd see all the people trying to get into the goddamn stadium. Right. So it was absolutely one just yeah. fucking around. And really, all I said was San Diego loves its Aztecs. I made no mention of the crowd. Yep. I said nothing. This Aztec fan base, and I'm an Aztec fan, you all need to calm the fuck down. You're the easiest, irritable. I think they're the biggest maniacs in San Diego. Oh, my God. They get their feelings hurt easier than anybody. So then you start seeing all this shit. Well, these are clearly Soccer City. I couldn't hate the fucking Soccer City guys anymore. That was the most insulting thing I saw on my Twitter was to accuse me of being a Soccer City fan. And yeah. it shocks me how Darren still cries the blues every day that his buddy Landon Donovan and those other guys who overplayed their hand didn't get voted in. Yeah. I voted for Prop G, you fucking dicks. So fuck you. <laughs> I didn't All I fucking wrote, go back and look at the tweet. San Diego loves its Aztecs. Yes. That's all I wrote. Yeah. But I knew... Because he's Aztec fans, and I'm an Aztec fan. Yeah. I'm a Padre fan. Fuck, the Padre fans take the bait from Dave every time. I'm done trying to talk you out of it. And about 90% of the people, hey, we're out tailgating. Well, the fucking game started. Did you go there to tailgate? Did you go to support the football team? They do tailgate like crazy and don't go in. Right. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, you know, this is that or this is that. And then I go, well, what the fuck's it going to look like in two weeks? When Utah State's here, hashtag 8K. <laughs> Utah State has a great quarterback, though, I think. You know, it's better than Weber State. Yeah. So, I'm looking at all this shit. Yeah. And it was nothing more than just bus balls. And then the fucking Aztecs fall right on their dick with yeah. a 6 nothing win over Weber State. You're like, God damn it, right? <laughs> like, I really... Really wanted the Aztecs to win big because then it, it just would have been fun. Yeah. Like that would have made the joke where people can go, hey, the Aztecs won 52 to nothing. Winning six to nothing just continues to poke the bear and it had nothing to do with me. Yes. But here's what happened that was crazy. So as the Aztec game is going on, my two sons are watching WWE. And I start watching Inside San Diego Sports with Mike Pomerantz. Okay. And wouldn't you know it that right there, after I'd already sent the tweet, Mike is doing a feature on the new San Diego State Stadium. Yeah. And he's talking to Scott Sherman and J.D. Wicker. And Scott Sherman made a really interesting point that I'm not sure all of us really remember but Scott Sherman said, look, this isn't about the city or it's not about San Diego State. This is dictated to us by the voters. The voters have dictated to the city, make a deal with San Diego State. We want them to get that land yep. to allow them to build that stadium. It's up to you to make a fair deal. But ultimately, San Diego State gets the land, make it happen. 
And I sit there and I watch. I go, fuck, you know, hey, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe this is a little bit different than what we remember in the yeah. past with other teams. And then it comes to an interview with J.D. Wicker. And J.D. Wicker starts showing different renderings. We love our renderings. Yes, in this we sure show. do. Fuck. But the thing that J.D. said, Dave, was, look, unlike projects in the past, this is actually going to happen, and this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And you start looking, and I go, God dang, that's pretty cool. Mike Pomeranz says to him, so people want to know what's going to happen with tickets for this new stadium and yep. what's the timeline. He said, we're going to open September of 2022. And he said, we've taken over the Chargers store at Qualcomm Stadium. And now fans can come down and you can sit in a seat and say, I want to be in section 101. And we have the ability to give you a 360-degree view of what your seat will look like in Section 101 of the new stadium. Of the new stadium. Of the new stadium. Okay. And I go, fuck, that's really cool. Like, I know they did yeah. that with the Rams Stadium. I yeah. love that they're doing that with San Diego State. And now I'm getting really, where an hour ago I was just fucking around poking the bear. Yeah. Now I'm really interested. And Mike says, well, what's the best thing for fans to do? And Wicker says, become a season ticket holder. And I go, you know what? Son of a bitch. I've always been a believer that we have to step up. We have to pay to play. We have to do our part. And I said, I talk a lot of shit. Let me look into this. So the the Weber State game had already started. Yes. And well, I was said. Was it 3 nothing then or 0-0? Oh, zero, zero. I know. I hyperventilated. <laughs> But I looked into it, and it said they had a full-season package and a three-game mini package. Okay. And 100 bucks a ticket. I picked the three games I wanted, and so I picked Fresno State, Wyoming, and BYU. For this year, you bought fucking tickets. I bought three season tickets. My sons and I, I paid the fucking money on wait, Saturday wait, 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 night. Wait. For this year? Yeah, for 2019. Holy shit. You're going to see the Aztecs this season. I'm going to see them three different nights. Holy I'm a, cow. I'm a season ticket holder. <laughs> and I put the money out. And my sons and I are season ticket holders. You understand Rocky Long said he wouldn't buy season tickets. And he coaches the fucking team. Well, I didn't buy. I think there's I think there's five games left. And I've got for three. Yeah. So I, I didn't, you know, I missed Weber State. I'm going to miss Utah State. Utah State's a game you should have seen. I didn't have any interest in seeing okay, Utah They got State. a guy that's going to get drafted. Okay. Okay, go ahead. But I wanted to see conference games. I'll say this about San Diego State. Not only do they have the worst home schedule that I can remember in 30 years of living here. Yeah, you aren't kidding. They have the worst fucking promotional schedule. Like, over the years, there used to be really cool things that were given out at those games. Yeah. They make zero fucking effort to get you through the game. <laughs> zero. In our three games that we have, and I get it, BYU is a draw. That's a rival game. And Wyoming, the one fucking thing we walk out of there with is uh, a foam finger. That's That's you, got, you got a big number one? Do you get three foam fingers? I guess we will. I don't think we'll take any of them. <laughs> but 
<laughs> what I said on Twitter, and I've already paid the money. The money's paid out. Okay. We have club level seats, which are fucking great. I love our seats for the games. Yes. And uh, I I said, look, man, if if I got to fucking bite the bullet and buy three season tickets and deal with Utah State or Weber State for a couple of years, but my money is going to help in a very small way get that thing built, then fucking I'm in. I really am. I'm As a in. season ticket holder, do you have a voice on who they play in the future? I'm sure I have zero voice. See, that's what sucks. Because you know what's funny is we still talk about, anyone who's lived here for a while, still talks about the USC game. Right, I was there doing stats. I was too. Still talks about the Miami Andy game. Andy Chokas, I was there yeah. for that game yeah. doing stats. Same fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was working for uh, for Diamond Vision. And they should have won both those games. I believe they tie, they, yeah, didn't they tie SC and lost to Miami? Yeah. Big fight broke out against right. Miami. It was Crazy. awesome. And that's Dwayne when Miami Johnson was great. That team. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking rock. Yeah. yeah. And you and you sit here and you go, okay, that fine. You know, that's San Diego State playing big time opponents. We still yeah. remember those games. Nobody is gonna remember the games. And Wyoming's not I don't know how, what my Wyoming is. Hell, they beat Missouri, you know, the SEC yeah. team just the other day. But at the same time, you gotta play some big name schools. Right. Even if you lose, you gotta play big name schools. Look, I uh I went to state my kid's mom went to state. They love the Aztecs. Yeah. I am, Dave, I got to my favorite you, team in San Diego. I, I got to tell you this, too. It was so funny how it worked out because I fucked around with that tweet. I genuinely, me and my sons, went to dinner tonight before I dropped them off. Yeah. And my son said, I've never been a season ticket holder. <laughs> and I go, well, yeah, you're 11. Yeah. And I go, but now you are. And he goes, that's really cool. I, I am not bullshitting when I tell you. I I know that there are a million things that people can make fun of for doing that or whatever. I had said on this show probably about a year ago that I was in to buy tickets for the NFL stadium in yeah. L.A. Not to support the Chargers, but I just thought it would be fun to go up for the NFL. Yeah. Well, then I think you and I started talking and being committed to five weekends. Yeah in LA was kind of more than I wanted to do. But really what I didn't want to do was even in my clear thinking. Yep. Ultimately I was still putting money in Dean's pocket and I just, I couldn't do that. And Rams tickets are ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to the Rams bucks game in a couple of weeks. Are you really? Yeah. That'll be my one game. And, uh, and that'll be great. But, um, I just, I didn't want to do that. I just, couldn't really do that with a clear conscience. So I said, well, let me take some. Of the, I said on Twitter, you know, I'm going to look at some of that money that I was going to put into the NFL. And I think I'm going to look at Aztec tickets. And we did it. Yeah. And it's Dave, I'm, I'm genuinely so stoked. My sons are super stoked. There's nothing snarky about it. Um, they went home tonight. It's so funny. First thing they did when they got in was set up on Fox Sports San Diego for Thursday night to tape uh, the Rocky Long Show. Dude, that's awesome. And next Saturday, they have DirecTV. I have Pac-12 Network. We're going to watch UCLA and San Diego State. And it's really great. Like, um, there's a million things that we could bitch about, but we're not going to. We're just going to go out. We're going to be Aztecs. I got to go online. Because it'll be kind of chilly nights. They want yeah. Aztec sweatshirts. I told them we'll take care of it. And just talking to those guys about it and knowing how fired up they are. That's cool. 
Yeah, I'm genu- for them. I'm I'm happy for them. That's cool. Yeah, we're like really genuinely still. Well, I just rem- how old were you when you were a Vanderbilt season ticket? Oh, that's holder? funny you say that. Yeah, it, I'm surprised you remember that story. I was. Well, I watched him get smacked uh, yeah. around the other night. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Georgia killed him. Um, I think I was in eighth grade. Okay, they're in, they're and, in seventh. And I bought. I, I told you the story before. I bought season tickets on my own. Vanderbilt tickets against uh, with a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and we had a fallen out. And so he didn't. We didn't go to any games together. But I was like, I pay. I, it was thirty dollars for the whole season. Right. And I How went about that? literally by myself. Wow. Because I only had one ticket. You know, yeah. he, he had the other one, but I wasn't talking Eighth to him grade. to get the other one. And my parents literally would drive down, you know, West End Boulevard, drop yeah. me off at, at Vanderbilt Stadium, and then I would go in, and I would, my tickets were right between the goalposts. So they used to hit the giant net yeah. and roll down right to my seat like Plinko and shit. Oh, damn. And, and uh, Price is right. So I just yeah. always get the ball on the extra points and chuck it back on the field. How fun. And I loved it. I still remember them playing LSU on a Saturday night, but by myself. And God, my man. parents thought I was insane, I guess. Right. No one ever said anything. What are you, going to the games by yourself? But I loved it. I loved that idea. How many years did you do it? I only did it for uh, two years, and then I was back in, uh, I was moved back to Los Angeles. Okay. But at the same time, the idea, as you said, being a season ticket holder was something, as a kid, I used to go, man, if I had enough money one day, right. I would be a season ticket holder of something. Right. Just want to be a season t- Like, it was right. a big deal if you knew someone in L.A. was a Lakers season ticket holder. That guy's Lakers season season. Exactly. You know, or Dodgers. It just seems insane to know you have a ticket for every fucking game. It's really cool. And so, uh, but I like it because your kids don't live far from San Diego State. Nope, it we is, can take it, the trolley in. It's the university that runs the entire city, basically. Right. And it's San Diego State alums that run this whole goddamn place. It's, I hate to say it, we fucked up a lot, but still, San Diego State runs this city. And uh, I like the fact they're taking pride in their main school. They are super excited, and I'm right there with them. That's cool. Like, we, it's really funny, and we only did the three game. Um, I don't know if I would have done the full season. I mean, it would have given us Sky Show the other night, which they would have dug. Do they have that, uh, you might not even know the answer, do they have that compact for success program in your son's school district? I don't know what that is. Okay, they have that here. At least they used to have it here when my kids went to school, where if you could maintain a 3.0 or higher, you were guaranteed a mission to San Diego State. Oh, wow. And that was that was I don't the, know. The, the deal. Yeah. So San Diego State, what you're in. But then it ended up, so many people ended up doing it, yeah. you started getting put on a waiting list. They didn't but. say no to you. It kind of sucked. But San Diego State is hard to get into right now. Yeah. Like, I couldn't have got into San Diego State with my high school grades. I think I graduated high school like a 3.3. There's no way you get in San Diego State with a three three now. You need uh, closer to a three eight three nine to get in. Yeah, probably. And Dave, you know the other thing that it's going to make me do is we'll look into uh, a mini season ticket package for hoops. That's cool. Well, now's the time too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, but we'll get back in. But that's it. So again, the picture. This was the funniest thing. The yeah. picture on Saturday was taken at like two. I didn't take it. I wasn't there. I was at great. fucking Yard House in Mission Valley with my kids. All I wrote I was. It. <laughs> Dude, I uh, took it. Yeah. People killed me for it. All I wrote was San Diego loves its Aztecs. Yeah. And then uh, just fucking around the way yeah. the timing worked. Getting home and watching Pomeran's show. And hearing what J.D. Wicker said, like, I want my kids to be able to go yeah. down and sit in that seat, look around, get an idea what the view is. And then I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Like, we talk the talk, let's walk the walk. Exactly. And so we put the money out, 
And uh, and now the three of us are season ticket holders, and we are genuinely no snarky, smart-ass yeah. bullshit. We're like we're we're really really excited about it. That's really cool. You know what's yeah. funny? You just mentioned the Rams a second ago. Uh-huh. Got two things on the Rams. One is, as I said, I was I was raised a Rams fan by my dad, and I remember the first NFL game or football game that I, I ever saw was the Ram where the Rams playing. We talked about it on the last show. Yep. I've never seen a Rams game in the Coliseum. Is that right? Ever. And so wow. I, I was thinking about it the other day. I got to go to a game this year. Yeah, because they've it's, redone it. They've redone it, but also it, it's the last time, the last season they're playing at the Coliseum. Yep. I'd be crazy not to go. I used to watch them when they were in Anaheim, when Eric Dickerson was there, but I've never seen them at the Coliseum. So I was just looking. I have the schedule in front of me now. I don't want to see against like Arizona and shit like that. I want to see for some kind of feeling. They do have some some games on here that aren't bad like are, are evening games okay yeah let me ask you out of these these games here which one would you go to if you were me okay, okay? i'm gonna go just work backwards december 8th it's a sunday night game it's the rams and seahawks a lot uh, of lot do, do, do you have uh, uh, a lot of emotion a lot of big game yeah a lot on the line but for some reason even with Clowney going there and russell wilson and and pete carroll yep there's something about that Seahawk team that bores the fuck out of me. I don't know why, but I know it's a division game. A lot yes. on the line could potentially be that's pretty good. Okay, what's your okay, next I think, choice? Okay, so the the next choices are November 25th, Monday Night Football, Ravens, Rams, Eric Weddle against his old team. Oh, that's a pretty good call. It's not a bad call. Monday night would be cool. And then Sunday night, the week before that, they have uh, Rams and Bears. Oh, that'd be the game. That'd be the that's, game. That's the the game. Bears seem supposed to be good. It's a Sunday night game again. Again, it's the it's the Bears, but at the same time, do you think it's filled with Bears fans? Chicago fans are fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. You went last year when it was the Packers. It was all Packers, right? That's right. Yeah, I yeah it was. And then this year, I'm going on the 29th for the Rams Buccaneers Buccaneers game, um, which would be fun. Yeah, Dave, I would go. I like your call on Seattle for a division game, but I think the Bears game would be my choice of those three. Okay, I got to go to a night game. If I'm going, yeah. I got to go when it feels yeah, like like Joe Pendleton. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Pendleton's coming out. That's what I got to go. Uh, here is my one. There's nothing more boring to me. I don't know why sports talk radio does it. Fantasy football talk. If you're leading into a draft and you're trying to give some people ideas on sleepers whether it's for running back or whatever, uh, that's okay. But when guys start recapping their draft, like they're fucking oh Bill God, Belichick. Dude, it's the worst. When people yeah. tell you in your office who they drafted. Oh, God, it's the worst. But I'm going to do it right now. Just Did you do a draft already? I've done four of them. Okay, how many drafts have you done when players got hurt afterwards? Uh, who did I lose? Not not just you, but guys in your league. Like, oh, holy yeah. fuck, I just lost Lamar well, Miller. I just do... I do the ESPN drafts because okay. I like those. Those are fun. I had Lamar Miller, so oh, I shit. lost him. But I have done the same thing, and I would recommend for any of you that if you like the free ESPN drafts, here's my one bit of free advice for you. Uh, I just did one last week. Every one of these four teams I've drafted with next to my last pick, I've taken Austin Eckler from the, from the Chargers. like it. And you go, ah, oh, charges, whatever. I'm telling you, they're going to move Melvin Gordon. They don't have any interest in Melvin Gordon and his bullshit. <laughs> and uh, you can get Austin Eckler, who I think Dave is, is worth a flyer. If they move him, 
that's your number one back, and you can get him when everybody else is taking their kicker yeah. or a defense or is just looking for a flyer. But I've got that kid across the board on all four nice. teams. And for the ESPN leagues, he's still there in rounds 15 or 16. Yeah. Who did he get as your quarterback, as I'm going to ask? Uh, the last one I had a lot of fun. So you always do – I always do one. Like the first one's always kind of the run to the litter. Yeah. And then you kind of get a feel for how the drafts are going to go. So by the fourth one, um, my fourth team, I was like, okay, well, this will be it. I'll be done. I got Mahomes and I got uh, Baker really? Mayfield. Pretty good. I got both of them. That's a, yeah, it's a and lot of I, ammunition. I hate to do this to you guys because I know you're like, fuck, shut up. I don't think so. I love that. I yeah. love that kicker for the Chargers. Yeah. Badgley. Yeah. The and, money badger. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Watch that kid may just go out and fall right on his fucking face, <laughs> but I I just took him with the last pick across the board yeah. every time. But for me, like I know there's this feeling. I don't know if my draft strategy is good or bad. I just go. I fill out everything I need first, and then I start filling my bench. Like, so yeah. I make sure that my quarterback, not so much a tight end or defense, but I'm saying I have my two running backs, my flex, my wide receivers, and I fucking make sure that that quarterback, all of that's in place. I was watching these guys that were just filling every bench spot. Really? You know? And I'm like, dude, if you if your first five guys are right, you should never really have to go to your bench. Yeah. Right, Dave? Unless there's an injury, yeah. Yeah. Or bye week. Yeah. Someone's going to come asking for one of your quarterbacks in a trade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People were doing like crazy yeah. shit. But people but, are coming because you have two guys that will put up big numbers. Yeah. I was pretty. And so that was the other thing I did. I was yeah. like, all right, well, you look down, you go, oh, well, here's four or five wide receivers or four or five running backs. And it's a 10 team league. Yeah. And it got Mayfield was still on the board, and I was like, pick eight. Yep. So I knew it would go me at eight, the next guy at nine, then 10 would have two picks, back to nine, back to me. I knew Mayfield wouldn't be there by the time it, it snaked back to me, but I felt pretty good about wide receivers being yep. there. Um, and I, I take Mike Williams every draft. I swear to God, for not a Charger fan. Yeah. But these guys are such low value picks in these ESPN drafts when you're filling out your bench man Mike Williams Eckler Mike Williams is starting yeah know? with Rivers yeah with, with Tyrell Williams gone and, and then you have uh, Mike Williams yeah so I just I don't know for me being able to steal those guys and we've seen how Rivers spreads the ball around and I think on one of my first two teams Dave Rivers I, I can't remember who the starting quarterbacks are but Rivers is my bench quarterback. And you can wow. get him with the last pick. Okay, here's here's a question for you since you're a San Diego State guy now. Rashad Penny, did anybody draft him? I think he went. No way. I think he went because uh, Chris Carson will be their main guy. Yep. But there's people that feel like Penny played injured. But here's the shit I can't figure out. I got two people that I really cannot figure out. I can't figure out people that sign up for an ESPN draft, which, I mean, you sign up for, you log in at 612 and the draft goes on at 615. 
Why do you sign up and then let it auto-draft your team? I think people are scared. I have no idea. That's what it is? I think people are afraid. Afraid to screw it up. The, the computer might, might know more than me. Well, that's what happened. I, I had a couple of different leagues where like three or four of the guys were on auto-draft. And then it's really great, too, because you go, okay, well, you know they're going to take guys four, five, six. Yep. So let me look down and go, oh, shit, I better take guy this guy at nine. Oh, they're going to have picks 11, 12, 13. Great. You know, Joe Schmo, player I really like. Yeah. I know these fuckers aren't getting them because the computer's doing their draft. Yeah, I love it when they do that. But I, I don't know why they do it. And then here's my other F you of the day. I go to the movie today, take my sons to see a movie, and movie theaters were packed. What movie? Absolutely. We walk up to the theater because I had to have some work done on my car. Yeah. We knew it's going to be a couple hours. We walk across the street to the theater. We're looking at it, and it's a movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. Do you know what that movie no, is? No idea. Neither one of us had a fucking <laughs> idea of what it was. I'm like, do you know what that is? They go, no. Dude, it was actually pretty fun. Good. It was pretty fun. It was about this kid who has Down syndrome, and he's in a kind of like a facility yeah. that he doesn't like. And his dream, he wants to become a professional wrestler. Really? And so he finds a way out of this facility and he crosses paths. We'll get to that in a second. Right there. <laughs> he crosses paths with Shia LaBeouf. Yes. And Shia LaBeouf and this kid with down syndrome it's kind of a road trip they're trying to get to florida for a wrestling school run by thomas hayden church you know who that yes, dude is of course. he's great yes and the guy who thomas hayden church is buddy at the wrestling school is jake the snake roberts really yeah so it's just kind of as they're making their way through the things the whole deal but we get to the theater and like i said we're up in San Marcos. It's fucking 90 degrees. What are you it's, doing in San Marcos? <laughs> we had to go up. Uh, we had to be in North County, and then I figured I'd get my car fixed because I knew if I got my car fixed there, movie theater right across the street. Okay. You're trying to think, dude, when you have two kids. Yeah. Perfect triangle. Restaurant for lunch. Yep. Movie theater, auto repair shop. Perfect. Yeah, and park to shoot hoops. Be, yeah, that's true. You drive up to North County all the time. I'm always surprised when you drive to North County on the weekends, too. It worked out. It was the perfect storm because I said, well, I can drop my car off. It's going to take a couple hours. I had to have the brakes done. I can take it for lunch. The movie theater is right there, and it's all within 100 yards of each other. Perfect. So it worked out great. So we go in. We're in line now. Concession lines are a mile long. And I get behind the fucking guy who's like, hey, I'll take the uh, chicken tenders. And I'm like, what? It was a guy? An yeah. adult? Fucking dork. Do you ask for ranch dressing on the side? Uh, yeah, what else do you want? You want a rosé? <laughs> fucking pansy? Yeah, so now the whole line's backed up while this asshole gets his three pieces of Tyson chicken. I'm like, I swear to God. I hope you get, um, 
What's that called when the chicken's not cooked all the way through? E. coli. God, that would have been great. I hope that fucker got E. coli. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another thing that you're always, anytime you grill, yeah, you're always concerned that chicken is going to be red in the middle and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, who goes oh, to the movies? And it wasn't Sinopolis. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the chicken tenders. I'll take the nachos. And then the girl brings his nachos. Oh, can I get an extra cheese? And you're just like, dude. Get the fucking junior mints and get moving, you fucking asshole. But the movie was good though. Really fun. My Man, kids loved here. it. Jake the Snake was funny as shit. Dude, you should take him out and see uh go rent the boy in the plastic bubble with John Travolta when he talks about jerking off in this bubble. See what it, what questions come in the car on the way home. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on that opportunity. You saw that movie, right? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I loved that movie when I was a kid. Paul Williams singing the theme song at the end. Paul Williams. When he's riding off on that horse. Did she just want to take him about halfway in and just shove him down the biggest hill you could find? And just see as he's bouncing around in that thing like a fucking piece of popcorn in Jiffy Pop. (laughs) He just bang, bang, bang. Fuck that guy. He was such a dick. That fucking dickhead. Um, but yeah, that was basically it, Dave. That wrapped up the whole week. I'm trying to think. That's it was cool. a great four days. My car works fine. We saw a movie. We hung out, went to eat a couple of times, and we're Aztec season ticket holders. No, that's that's big, though. The Aztec thing is big. We're that's excited. a big commitment for years to come. Yeah, we're really... Well, I didn't have to sign a nine-year no, agreement. No, but you got to think. Okay, what grade will your kids be in in 2022? Um, they're in seventh now, so they'd be in 10th grade. Okay, so at least Perfect. you have a couple years left. And hell, if all you know, they end up going to San Diego State. Yeah. And you I, get them a season ticket holder. Well, and I think, too, that would be really fun. Like, that would just be really great if they go. But, yeah, I just felt like, fuck, we talk enough shit about the Aztecs. Time to step it up and walk the walk. I'm shocked. Yeah, when you said it, I was like, there's no way he bought tickets now. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Yep. Because last week, you ripped the hell out of the the school and everything else on their schedule. Well, the schedule is horrendous. (laughs) But given me, but I appreciate that they gave me the three-game option, and I could pick the three games. And unlike the Padres, they didn't jack it up for BYU. Yep. BY, and fuck, Dave, I'm in the club level. And I don't know. I guarantee you somebody would be like, dude, you could have gone on StubHub and gotten all those tickets for eight. But who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> it's the excitement, like you said, of being a season yes. ticket holder. Not so much for me. I wasn't asked Dude, wait till the thing holder. comes in the mail. When they come in the mail and you get your tickets in that envelope and you got to tear them apart. I hope it's that. I don't know for sure that that's what it'll be, but I hope it's something like that, especially because there's a couple of weeks between the games. But I hope we get something like that. That's what I got the last time I was a season ticket holder. When you got the strip of like 10. And my buddy who's a Rams season ticket holder, he got... He gets the sheet? Dave, they send it in like a presentation box. Awesome. Like the Rams really do it right. But he spent, it's a shitload of money for that. Yeah. Aztecs, man, I'll give him credit. The money is not bad. And allowing us to pick the three games at club level, believe me, I, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Um, we'll see what happens when we get out there. But we're really, the three of us are. Where are you choosing to pick your seats? Um, 
you know, for here or for the yeah, new one? For both. What is in your mind? What are you thinking? What so do the boys want to sit? We got club level seats. Okay. For these three games, um, I think we're about the twenty twenty five yard line. Okay. Which would be fine. Yep. Um, I mean, we're not gonna have any trouble moving. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that to be a dick. I just kind of... You're right. You're not wrong. Right. I mean, yeah. it is what Rocky Long said. Yeah, if but, you don't like it, you just move to the 40. Yeah, you move... Yeah, you go sit on the aisle. You hang out. Um, But I don't know what... Look, I, I don't know what the money is going to be like. When Wicker said um, it's not going to be from tuition, yeah. like a lot of this money is going to have to come from season tickets... Look, I don't know that I, I'm going to be able to afford it. I have no idea. But I'm sure going to make a run at it. I don't believe I'll be getting a cl- club seats or a box in the news place. I'm, I'm realistic about that. But if we could get a couple of seats up top in the end zone, I think it'd be great. Okay, here's, here's another question for you. Are you going to do the whole pregame thing in the parking lot? Well, we're going to take the trolley in. Oh, okay. So we'll take the trolley in. See, and I think it could be cool if you guys did the – you got yourself the cornhole thing. Yeah, you got the but you love to cook the barbecue yeah. deal. Be if great. You, you made a day out of it. That's funny. I was talking to to Josh about it because you put it out on, on Twitter about being a Nasdaq season ticket mm-hmm. holder, and he says he has tons of buddies that go and do the whole parking lot thing. You know, really. And he says, "I go, how many go inside?" He goes, "None of them go inside." And I go, "That seems crazy to me." And he goes, "Well, think about it. If you have a party at your house, it's a big hassle of cleaning up and." And you have to bring all you have to do all the food yourself if you invite people to your house. This way, you say, "Hey, you, everybody, bring something." Okay. We'll meet. We'll meet in the parking lot at the queue or whatever the hell it's called now. And you say, "Hey, we're all going to have a good time." And you go inside if you want, and you don't go inside, you go home. But he goes, "It's kind of like a get together with all your friends, and nobody has to worry about cleaning up or one guy paying for everything." It's kind of like, "Hey, guess what? They're going to host the your Saturday party in the parking lot." Now we'll the one thing, the one thing I heard about. Sky Show the other night that I hadn't even thought of is that there are plenty of people that pay for parking. Yeah. Pay for parking, go out, tailgate, have KGB on, listen to the music. Yep. Maybe have the game on the radio. But it's just like a 4th of July. Yeah. Sit in the back of your pickup truck. Sit in the back of your pickup truck and have the coolest seat for the fireworks show. And you never even buy a ticket to the game. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, I thought, again, it's Weber State. In years past, they used to have better teams. It was Cal Poly. It wasn't great. But still, Sky Show's always been big in San Diego. Yeah, I guess maybe because I'm flashing back to Padres, yeah. right, when you'd have good games. But How much money does KGB spend on that thing? God damn, right? I always think how many radio salaries is that? Because that was our building. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be at least 200 grand. Yeah. I mean, it's and I didn't even see it this year. Like usually, we'll drive. There's a couple of different spots you can go. And you can drive and hang out, watch it. Shit, I didn't even see it this year. But it's big, man. I remember going old school. KGB Sky Show used to be a concert, so you'd have a concert, and it would be I think Motley Crue or somebody like that. They'd have a concert at the queue. And like two or three bands, Judas Priest. Yeah. And then after crew wrapped up, they do the fireworks. And then it got attached to the Padres. And then Padres moved downtown and then they gave it to San Diego State. 
All right, couple a uh, couple sports things I want to ask mm-hmm. you. First of all, uh, NFL question because I had two Rams questions for you. Mm-hmm. I was thinking heading into next year. I'm going into my 25th or 26th season of covering the NFL for ESPN. Okay, on, on nice. Sundays doing these games. Next year, do I ask ESPN? I think I must be no joke the longest standing reporter for ESPN doing these games for the NFL on radio. You and because uh, Mark. I think all these other guys are Mark Myers. I've been yeah. along, around longer than that asshole. <laughs> I see Mark all the time. Mark always is that guy that comes unprepared. Hey. You have today's paper? Who, can I see the roster? Fuck off. Fuck off. All the time. So the reason I say that, because when I started, guys like Carl Bean and shit in Boston uh, have to be dead. All God. those guys have to be dead across right. the country. So I'm going, I think I ask for the Rams next year. Do I say, hey, since they're staying, playing in the same stadium, I want to switch team. I want to be on. I want to be the Rams guy, not the Charger guy anymore. But then I started thinking this thing: two things. Why you stay with the Chargers? Yeah. One is you get to see the Raiders once. Of a year. course. Two, I think Tom Telesco is pretty good GM, and they might be competitive for a long time. Like I, I want to see competitive football. I would, uh, man. If you're a Charger fan, just give me ten seconds and my sincere apologies. <laughs> you want to stay with the Chargers because you have AFC blood in you. Yeah. And seeing the Ravens, the Steelers, the Patriots, that will never get dull. Yeah. But if you have to go and you give it up to watch the Lions, you're going to be like, what the fuck am I yeah. doing here? I'm here at the Lions yeah. game. And I'm i got to see the Cardinals once a year. I was just going to say the same shit. You're going to have to see <laughs> fucking Cardinals, right? And yeah, the Cowboys will roll through. But the Cowboys are going to roll through for the AFC, too. I would stay with the AFC the whole time. Raiders, Chiefs are always going to be good, right? The yeah. Broncos are always going to be interesting. Yeah. It's just you have AFC. You have the AFC in your blood, and that's uh, that'd be the beat to stay on. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. And I'm watching – Jeff and I are watching. You watch it. him just slam it. I didn't see it at all. I'm w- we're watching a replay of the Dodger-Rockies game because I already know what happened in the Padre game. And uh, Oh! It's weird. <laughs> Jock Peterson runs into the wall full speed. I, the strange thing is, as I just rewound it, look at who jumps to him first. Two policemen jump to him. It's not the medical staff jump to Jock Peterson. Oh, that's weird. It's two security guards. One just came out of the bullpen. One came off the side to chat like a medical emergency. Oh, yeah. That was that was wild. Well, he went knee. That's got to be cement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He's, but he's have you ever up. seen that? Where like, you know what I mean? No, a a yeah. game is going on. The game that didn't stop. No, there's no time in the game. You yeah, had to catch the ball and throw it back in. But it was weird to see two guys who are security run into the player, not the. Like, medical it's staff. all security running yeah. out there. That's funny. Yeah, I've never noticed right. that before. Okay, so but the other question is for you: This mm-hmm. is you look at uh, USC lost their quarterback. Yeah, all right. JT Daniels is out for the rest Done. of the year. If you're Clay Helton, how many times are you punching that fucking steering wheel going, I'm about to get fired, and I was trying to keep my job. Right. How soon is Urban Meyer the head coach at USC? Uh, Well, they better fucking move quick because they say Florida State's. Yep. Oh, my God. Florida State, what a disaster. Florida State, and who else is in the market? Tennessee. Tennessee could be (laughs) one, too, right? Yes. Um. Notre Dame was playing tonight, but they were winning against Louisville yeah. last time I and saw was, they win. His two dream jobs were always Urban Myers were Notre Dame and Ohio State. Yeah. And my thing is, I guess I'm guessing he goes to a private school next. It's either SC or Notre Dame. Yeah. 
Look, I I love USC football. I really do. I love USC football. Here's why. Kind of similar to what happened the other day with my sons jumping in in the Aztecs. Dave and I were at KFMB for Pete Carroll's first year. Yeah. And we had started paying a lot of attention to USC because we all thought our buddy Mike Riley was taking that job. The Chargers went like Mike out of his contract. And like the fifth guy they talked to was Pete Carroll. Yeah. And we always say Sultan McCullough. I remember that was our guy, the running back, who we could get on the show. But we had those games at KFNB, and Dave and I talked USC every night. Yep. And ever since then, I've I've been in. I've always enjoyed them, just starting with that year. Um, I don't know that Lynn Swan is capable of knowing that he's got trouble on his hands. And and I know what happened can't necessarily I mean well there's no way you can't blame Clay for what happened. But I I I honestly Dave, I don't know if Lynn Swan looks at and goes, "Shit man, we have Urban Meyer right here." Oh my god. And, and Urban Meyer is finally what we've been looking for, which is a guy that can match the excitement with the boosters that Pete had. And I don't, I mean, we've tried Lane, right? Who yep. Else, fuck, who else am I missing? Clay Helton. But I know there's another. Well, they guy. wanted, a lot of the players wanted Orgeron. At, at, at Orgeron. Which would have been great. Who has finally turned LSU around. LSU yeah. is supposed to be great this year. Well, like I said, SC can't yeah. quite figure it out, whether it was Mike Garrett or Lynn Swan. I am with you. I would love Urban Meyer to be there. Does and, Urban live in L.A. right now? Now he's a Fox guy, or is he just a guy that works for Fox and Fox is in Los Angeles? I mean, I, a lot of people think Urban's already saying, I'm right here. Hey, he's, he's going to be, I mean, he's right in the backyard. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's in he's, the backyard. Yeah, he's doing that show from Fox. So, but I, I wouldn't have any idea. Yeah. But it's. It, You're crazy not to get a reminder for your USC. Right. And especially now, this is the way Lynn Swan probably views it, the way he views it. Well. <laughs> UCLA thought they had something special with Chip Kelly. Oh, they don't. They were horseshit. God. <laughs> Poor Josh Lewin. Poor Josh Lewin is right. Well, that's what he gets for going on that other shitty show and fucking around. <laughs> Not coming here. Serves him right. <laughs> that was, that's what I was going to ask you. Is JT Daniels going down maybe the best thing to happen to Urban Meyer and the worst thing to happen to Clay Elton? Damn, man. Damn. I mean, it USC just... was going into the season was ranked 45th. They weren't even in the right. top 25. Right. I mean, when you look tonight at Notre Dame and looking at impact games and a couple of games that they have coming up against teams, number three ranked. Who's ranked three? Georgia. It is Georgia, right? Yeah, Georgia's great. Yeah, and they play Notre Dame and other games that they have. And all of a sudden you look and you go, USC, not even ranked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. There are people that are a lot more diehard Trojan fans, USC fans than I can be, but I I don't see any sense of urgency from anything I've seen from Lynn Swan. No, not at all. It's funny when you hear so many USC guys, and Lynn Swan's obviously one of them will say, hey, we need a, a USC guy. So I'm like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean Jack Del Rio? Who's, yeah, who's your no. coach? Why do you need a USC Pete guy? Pete wasn't a USC yeah. guy. And it worked out great. Yeah. Worked out absolutely great. Very, very uh, – 
very interesting what's gone on USC football, even UCLA football, where both those teams should be talked about all the time. I don't know. UCLA looks absolutely terrible, and they gave Chip Kelly a lot of money, something which they Fuck. never, ever did was ever pay their coaches at UCLA. Hey, uh, I want to mention a couple guys. First of all, I want to mention Brian Curry. I saw mm-hmm. Brian Curry on Saturday. Brian oh, Curry nice. was here in the house on Saturday because we had an appointment. We talked about last week. I said I was mm-hmm. going to put my house on the market and wanted to get an idea of what's going on. I'll tell you right now, I don't know anything about real estate. And so I'm a big believer. Go to the people that know what they're doing. Right. Brian Curry is a guy that we've told you for a long time. He's won a ton of awards over the last 20 years. He was so detailed in, in what he right. did to have him actually watch to see him do his job and to be here for over three hours and go over every single question and point out things that we had no idea was amazing. It wasn't just a real estate agent says, don't worry about it. I got it. Um, we're going to get the best value for your house and tell you everything you want to hear and walk away. He walked every inch of this house and told us everything that needed to be done before we put it on the market. He showed us exactly where uh, the houses in the neighborhood, what they're going to go for, what he thinks can get for this one. What we want to do next is we want to jump out of the market for a while. We want to rent. We want to jump back in in hopefully a few years. And then we we set things up. But he understands what we've gone through as a family about downsizing. We aren't in a situation where we're having more kids. We're we're downsizing from where we're at. We moved into this house with five people. We're down to three people. So he understands. And I tell you, he, w- he was great. I mean, literally, when you talk to Brian, you feel like you're talking to a family member. And he understood everything. And Jake's name came up a bunch of times and told us how to situate the house. It was uh, it was outstanding. And he was always concerned about the podcast. You got to make sure you got room for the <laughs> podcast in the next house. So Brian Kerr is your guy. I'm telling you, I'm so proud to have him part of this show. Here's his number, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Dave, I can confirm exactly what you just said because I've had a handful of conversations with Brian about my own situation. Do I want to buy? Do I want to rent? Do I want to be in La Mesa? Do I want to be in PB? Do I want to be in Carlsbad? And it's just the thing that I like about it and why we're so happy that he's a partner of this show. It's a professionalism and there's you just walk away knowing that it's about you. It's not about him. Yep. And you go, oh, well, that's the way it should well, hang on. Think about shit you bought in your life, right? Anything from a car to a, a washing machine, right? Yep. And she was kind of in that transaction feel like, eh, is the salesman really helping me or is he helping himself? Uh, you'll have none of those questions with Brian. Absolutely. As thorough and as professional. Good for you guys, man. It'll work out great. It, it was it was, uh, it was fantastic to talk to him. Want to mention the guys over at Hot Sauces and More. Don't forget hotsaucesandmore.com. You can check them out. Check out the store right there in the Otay Ranch Mall. Days like today, times oh, like boy. this weekend, perfect. When you talk about the barbecue, you talk about what you can do to make the food taste better. You got to go in and see our friend Brian over there as well. The guys at Hot Sauces and More do a fantastic job. The weather's going to be as warm as ever the month of September. There's a lot of barbecues. What are you waiting for? Make sure you check them out again in the Otay Ranch Mall right next to Macy's across from Daniel's Jeweler. But again, Hot Sauces, the letter N, more.com. Yeah, there's so much more to grilling than just buying a steak, throwing it on the grill for six minutes, six minutes, and then throwing it on the plate. You're going to go, well, wait a minute. Hang on. I bought, I, I went right down to the so, uh, Kobe swap meet. Yep. And this guy was selling <laughs> steaks out of the back of his station wagon. I thought it was great. Man, even the worst piece of meat can be improved with a stop to hot sauces and more. There's so many different varieties. Maybe it's a dry rub. Maybe it's a marinade. 
Maybe it's a dipping sauce, whatever you want. And what are you grilling? What do you like? Well, I like to do steaks and burgers. My wife likes chicken and fish. My kids like hot dogs or sausages. Million different ways to do it. Each one of them better than the one before. No place better. My kids said to me tonight, hey, what are we going to do? Your birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks. So I said, I know. And my one son, Cade, who today got up at 6.30 in the morning and knocks on my door and goes, hey, Dad, breakfast is ready. Really? Dude made scrambled eggs and toast for everybody no in the way. house. It was great. Said to me, hey, I need to learn how to grill. Can you help me with the grill? I said, absolutely. So the 15th of September, which is two weeks from last night, we're just going to hang out, watch football. He wants to watch Clash of the Champions. And, uh, and I'm going to show him the whole deal as far as cool. barbecuing the whole thing. But, Dave, I'm, I'm telling you, either Saturday the 14th or one of those days, we're going to come down to hot sauces and more. We're going to get a few different kinds of rubs and, uh, and just kind of teach him. Best way to do steaks, chicken, burger, whatever you may be cooking, uh, no place better than right down here at the Otay Ranch Mall. Perfect. Don't forget about Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Days like today, exactly oh. what we're talking about. It's so damn hot. Alan Taylor, man, he has that perfect pool in his backyard. He can put one in your backyard as well. If you have a pool that's not up to working conditions, it can help get it straight, get it what you need to be. Don't forget to, forget to give Alan Taylor a call. The number is 619-449-4452. Again, no more days where you wish you had a pool. Give Alan Taylor a call. Taylor made pools at 619-449-4452. Yeah, I'll tell you why, because my kids have a community pool. Yeah. And you go, wow, that's not too bad. You, it's kind of nice. Hey, we got the pool. Let's all go over there. And then all of a sudden, they let the moron neighbor kids go in, and they're down in the shallow end, and all of a sudden, that beautiful pool looks like a big vat of cream soda. You go, what the hell is going on over there? Well, when you get your pool from tailor-made pools, guess what? Those little assholes aren't getting in. You tell them, yeah, go... Uh, We'll give you the hose right here. Crank it up. <laughs> Dave, honestly, for the last three days, I said it, when you're hanging out, yeah. and it's 95 degrees, whether you're in La Mesa or Vista, it's 88 along the coast, and these goddamn monsoon conditions are in, so we have humidity like we've never had in the past. Wouldn't it have just been great yeah. to have the barbecue from hot sauces and more and then the pool from TaylorMade Pools where you go, I'm not dealing with Labor Day traffic, not doing, dealing with anything. I'm just going to get up early. I'm going to listen to the cot. No, I'm not doing that shit either. <laughs> You're going to sleep in. I'm going to roll out. And you can do lunch on your grill. You can swim all afternoon. Then you do dinner on the grill. Yep. You go back and swim again. Perfect. Nothing better than a tailor-made pool. Perfect. Also, don't forget about Dan Williams as well. Dan, we're rooting for him, of course, because his family. Oh, man, Sam. Has Sam. Sam Williams, who's already at double A, is having a fantastic summer. Rooting for Dan. Dan can help you out as well. As I said, we always like good things to happen to good people. It's happened to the Williams family right now. But Dan's the guy to help you with your finances. So many people are concerned about their finances, what's happening with the new tax situations, and what can they do to make their money last. Make sure you give uh, Dan Williams a call at 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Dan, been doing it a long time, more than 15 years through the fine people at C2 Financial Corporation. Always mention the two books. And Dave, uh, I need this book right now. 
Because the one thing I didn't tell you was the three season tickets that I bought to the Aztecs yes. ran me $39,000 a seat. <laughs> and so you put now, it on your credit card. I did. So, God dang. Thank God I have a copy of Dan's book, Borrow Smart. Well, I'm not sure I did that, but at least I can repay smart. And it's the cornerstone of his mortgage practice because it's going to help you incorporate your personalized mortgage plan into your overall financial plan. All kidding aside, that is really so important because there's nothing more exciting than being able to buy a house. Yeah. Trust me, I am so fortunate that my family was never in this condition, but I've had too many phone calls with too many people that bought a house and then got in over their head, whether they made mistakes that they could have avoided or not. That's why Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is so vital for you. The other book for all of you in the military, How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. Get them both right now tonight. SanDiegoLending.us slash Dave Jeff. You'll get both of the books for free. Once you've done that, give them a call at 858-688-6813. Also, our good buddy Kyle Fluker. Don't forget about the website. The perfect website is just around the corner. All you have to do is call Kyle. You can check out the two websites he's done for us. He's done the DaveAndJeffShow.com website. He's also done the JakeProjects.org website. 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Man, you take a look at some of the websites that Kyle and his team have put together. It really is the difference between people that know what they're doing and people that are trying to figure out what to do next. Do what we did. Go to Kyle. Give him an idea of what you want. Look at jakesprojects.org. Look at daveandjeffshow.com. Couldn't be more proud of the two websites that we have associated with this show and our thanks to Kyle, who put them both together. Absolutely. All right, Padre Baseball, you said a while back that you were done. You were just kind of turning it off, and you're waiting for basically December to see what kind of moves they're going to make. Mm-hmm. Padres played today. They, they lost to the Diamondbacks 14-7. You catch any Padre Baseball at all this weekend, even when they played the Giants, and yeah. it was the last time to Boach? Yeah, I thought the I thought the Boach stuff was cool. I saw part of that yesterday. Um, and I felt pretty good. Like you, you feel like I, I've been watching a lot of the twins because the twins who got out of the gate so fast, then all of a sudden the, the Cleveland Indians caught them and we were worried about the twins a little bit. Shit. Could they hang on? Would they even make the playoffs? I think the twins are nine and one in their last 10 games. Yes. They're absolutely on fire. And the Indians just lost their third baseman for the year. Uh, Ramirez. They, um, yeah, I believe that's correct. I'm trying to blank right now. I'm trying to look, look at someone else. Yeah. Go, go ahead. So uh, right now, the five-and-a-half game lead for the Twins. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's even higher than that. But No, it's five-and-a-half. I'm looking that, at it. Okay. But watching them, and I thought, God damn, wouldn't it be cool, not only for all of us that have the bet, but just after what Manny Machado said in the paper the other day, which is, hey, a year from now, these games are going to matter. We're going to be playing for something. Coming out of San Francisco and playing as well as they did up there, I was really excited. And then you just see Quantrill just get smoked today. Yeah. And it just kind of was a drag. Sorry about that. No, it's exciting. Sorry, I was looking at Jose Ramirez. Sorry. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, Dave. I just This team is uh, incredibly frustrating day in and day out. And some of the different moves they've made, I just, I don't know. But I never would have imagined a year ago tonight that 
Manny Machado would be on this team. So I'll, I'll give that team the benefit of the doubt, at least the upper management. I feel like they've earned it. Right now, when you look at uh, – just, just looking at the playoff picture real quick, I, I want to just ask you about the American League, okay? Because mm-hmm. the Yankees have been red hot. The Yankees are playing great baseball. When you look at uh, the, the teams that the Twins would have to face in the playoffs, oh. are the Yankees the one team that scares you, or do you think all of them? The Astros scare you. God the, damn, the, the Astros are insane. The Astros are insane. I mean, the Astros basically are 90 and 49, same as what the Yankees are right now. And just incredible starting pitching, as you know. You saw Verlander throw a no-hitter yesterday. And then or, Garrett Cole strikes uh, yeah. out, what, 13 today? Yeah, I mean, they're so damn dangerous. Granke has been incredible since the trade. God damn. And they, it's, the Yankees are that strange team that has done it with all these injuries and no starting pitching, yet they got yeah. the best relievers in, in baseball. Bullpens, yeah. fantastic. Um, Could the Twins do it again? You saw them pull it off in 87 and 91. I, I picked the Twins in the playoffs this year. Did you have them in the playoffs too? I don't know that I had them in the playoffs. Okay. I mean, the change for that team, they they got – look, the Twins should be a team that all of San Diego should be paying attention to because a year ago <clears throat> they couldn't get any of their prospects to yep. hit. They were having trouble with Sano, Buxton. They started flipping guys at the trade deadline because they thought they were out of it, and then they made a little bit of a run, and they blow out Paul Molitor. They bring in Rocco Baldelli. And all of a sudden now, they lead the Central. I like that team a lot. I just don't know that they're going to have pitching 1-2-3 that can match up with Verlander, Cole, and and Grinky. I just don't. But they're, goddamn, they hit the shit out of the yeah. ball. I mean, they did again today. They got to an early lead. The Tigers come back, are up 3-2. to two. Twins load the bases in the eighth, knock in a couple of runs. I think Max Kepler had a double knocked in two, and they fucking get out of there with a four to three win. It's big, big this time of year. I just think it'd be great if we saw the same thing with San Diego in a year. I just uh, they they only got a couple of thumbs and a lot of holes in the dam right now, so I'm not sure how they're going to fix it. I tell you, my, not counting the Dodgers, Padres, or Angels, my two favorite organizations in baseball to watch are the Braves and the Twins. Yeah. They really do it the right way, and if you're you're a baseball fan then your team's not doing well, they're the model as far as what to do. Those guys have done an outstanding job and been really, really smart with the money, as you always say. Hey, you got to yep. be really smart how you spend that money and make sure the moves are correct, but those organizations have done just an outstanding job. I understand – the Dodgers, with uh, you know, with, with all the money they have, they can do what they want when they make mistakes. Eighteen of their twenty-five guys are homegrown guys, right? Which is crazy, but people don't want to talk about. It. The Yankees are doing that, homegrown guys too. But it's one of those where you know, well, if you make a mistake, you can always have the money in the wallet to go out and spend to make up for it. The Braves and the Twins don't do that. The Braves, no. Braves and Twins have to get it right the first time. Twins went out and got Jonathan Shoup, who had been great for Baltimore, struggled in Milwaukee, and I kind of look at that deal versus the Kinsler deal. Yep. And Shoup has just been outstanding across the board for the Twins, filling the void at second base when they moved Brian Dozier last year. And then you go out, and and again, they have the DH. We don't have that in the National League. But going out and getting Nelson Cruz. Yes. Who's had, I think, two if not three different stints on the DL and has still been a huge clubhouse presence and has been a huge bat in the middle of that lineup. But they also have a lot of homegrown guys that have come through there as well. But, yeah, just going out, a couple of veteran starters that they got relatively cheap, 
Now, they, they did a, a very, very good job of, of putting that team together. You know, here's the move that uh, almost every team in baseball can complain, but especially the two teams that needed a second baseman, basically, the, the, mm-hmm. meaning the Dodgers and the Padres that we, we talk about a lot. DJ LeMahieu. Right. Here's a guy that was a gold Fuck. glover, batting title guy. I mean, the guy has done great things in Colorado. Yeah. We've seen it. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. He goes for nothing to the nothing. Yankees, and he's behind Mike Trout as far as the MVP in the American League. He's unbelievable. And you're going, how in the hell did he skip out of the National League West and two teams that yeah. needed him? And he gave all that money to, to Kinsler. You know, yeah. the Dodgers have gone without a second baseman the whole year. How does that fucking happen? That he goes to the New York Yankees and he's definitely the team MVP, maybe American League MVP. Been great for for a team that lost Judge for most of the year. John Carlos Stanton. Stanton's been down for most of the year, and he's been outstanding. Pretty amazing. It, it's the it's the staff that Cashman puts together where they're able to go out and do it. Yeah, really, really good. I love baseball right now this time of year. I love so, sports this time of year. Yeah, you're right, Dave. It's just with the NFL starting, we still feel the void. But I would just say for all of and it's probably something that most of you have already done. But if you haven't done it, man, ESPN, those leagues are free. Yeah. Jump in, do a 10-team league or an 8-team league, and just have some guys so you can enjoy the NFL again. Show up at the Raider fan convention when they come back. But it's like I feel so bad for people that have said they've completely sworn off the NFL. I get it. I understand why you would have. But don't. Uh, I just feel like Dean wins if you do that. Just go back and, and cheer for your team, your particular team, that you draft and go out and have some fun and enjoy it because it's so great. All right, what day are we coming back this week? I believe we will be back here Thursday night. Okay. So it's uh, it's Monday night now. We won't be back tomorrow, but we'll have a full recap. Uh, I think it's Thursday night. We'll see you back here. All right, we'll be able to tell you what we uh, think of the final episode of Hard Knocks. Yeah, I can't wait till they cut that Canadian kid. Thank God. <laughs> hey, real quick on that. The, uh, the wide receiver. Uh, Doss, Doss, yeah. Are you shocked that nobody picked him up? I am surprised. Kind of tells I, I, you that that shows a little bit of bullshit. Right? Well, yeah, either that or or you know the Raiders talent wise just aren't that great top to bottom, right? I mean, but I don't think they even signed him to their practice squad. Oh, they? I thought they said they wanted to bring him to the practice squad. I thought that was the plan. Well, he cleared. See right there. Yeah. If you type him in, I'm sorry. Just before we leave. Yeah. But I know nobody claimed him on free agency. Like when he was, nobody claimed him off of waivers. And it just tells you, like, Hard Knocks made that kid out to be the next Lance Allworth, and he he got through. Did he sign with the Raiders? Let me uh, let me try and find it real quick. All uh, right, Ke- but Keelan Doss, hold on. Yeah, I've really dug Hard Knocks this year. I thought it was great. That was really fun. But now we'll see what happens when they've got cut down day. That should be an f- interesting show tomorrow night. Uh, right now, I do not see him on the Raider. Uh, I don't see him on the Raider roster. Yeah. Um, that and that was seven hours ago. All right. So as of now, he hasn't signed. Uh, thank you to John Conniff. I had said a couple of weeks ago he he signed a practice deal with. Uh, sorry, he's on the practice squad with Jacksonville. Damn. The Raiders tried to bring him back. He said no and chose to join Jacksonville. Wow. Yep. Interesting. All right. Well, shit. I don't know how good a move that was for him. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, I said a couple of weeks ago, as we get into the offseason for the Padres 
it would be really fun to see what the 40-man roster looks like and who are the guys that need to be protected yeah. heading into the Rule 5 draft. Got a email or a text message today from John Conniff at Mad Friars. Basically said, your wish is our command. The day after the Padres season is completed, Mad Friars on their site, so no better time to subscribe than tonight with the season ending in about a month. Uh, Kevin Charity will have a full breakdown of who's on the 40 and who needs to be on there because they could be picked in the Rule 5. Thank you to John Conniff. Dave J, Kev Charity that have always done great shit for this show. We appreciate those guys. But yeah, day after the season ends, it'll be up at mattfriars.com. Just a little sneak preview for those. Perfect. Oh, and one final yeah. thing. I've said this three times. Sincere thank you to Bryce Miller. I yes. know we probably would have talked about it at some point Thursday, but in case we forgot, I spent about an hour on the phone with Bryce Miller yesterday. I know he talked to Brett Boone as well. Um, or he was planning on talking he did. to he Brett. Talked Boone. To Brett. I talked to Brett the other day. Um, coming up this weekend, either Friday afternoon, it should be online. It should be in the Saturday morning paper, from what we've been told. Uh, Bryce Miller at the UT is writing a column about Jake's projects awesome. and about the show and a lot of different things. And he was incredibly great. He was at our event on August the first, and uh, I just I, I'm. I appreciate him doing it, Dave. I know you appreciate Absolutely. him doing it, but just keep an eye out for that. It should be his feeling was should be up online on Friday and then in the actual paper on Saturday. But our thanks to Bryce Miller for promoting jakesprojects.org. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you Thursday night, everybody. Oh.